Food insecurity is on the rise in Edmonton, according to a new report. Well, joining us to talk about this is Executive Director with the Edmonton Social Planning Council, Susan Morrissey, and also the Director of Strategic Initiatives and Equity Advancement for the Edmonton Community Foundation. And uh, joining us is Neka Otogbalu. Welcome to the show, both of you, and uh, thanks for being with us. This is a real tough topic these days. Let's uh, let's start with Susan on this one. Susan, the number of people uh, in Edmonton are having difficulty keeping food on the table. It's been rising mm-hmm. sharply, but some people hear the term food insecurity. Can you kind of break that down a little bit for us? Sure. Thank you very much for uh, for inviting us to speak to you today. So food in- insecurity is when you don't have... Um, enough nutritious food or access to food um, or culturally appropriate food um, on a day-to-day basis. And uh, the thoughts on this survey, let's start first with with NECA. Your thoughts on what you've seen in this survey? Um, Thank you, um, Breen. So what we've seen here is that... um, the situation, the food insecurity situation in our city is not getting any better. Right. Uh, in 2013, we had our first vital signs report, and it was on food security. Ten years later, we decided to revisit it again and see if the needle had moved. And what we saw was quite concerning. Uh, so we're seeing instances where the data is telling us that interventions and um, programs and initiatives that were launched were um, some successful and some not as much, mm-hmm. but still having food insecurity being a really, really complex issue in our city right now. Well, clearly the needle moved from 2011 when just over 12% of Albertans were food insecure, according to that report. Unfortunately, the needle moved, but it moved the wrong way because in 2022, this number rose to more than 20% in need. Susan, let, let's uh, let's talk about the Edmonton Social Planning Council. Can you tell everybody how it works and what it's all about? Sure. Well, the Social Planning Council, we've been around for over, I guess we're in our 83rd year in Edmonton. So, um, And our major focus is on um, data... Um, data analysis and then figuring out the messages around that and then advocating for changes in the community. So we were brought in um, in partnership with the Community Foundation to to do this report. Um, we've been doing this now for 10 years. As NECA said, this is our 10th anniversary of doing vital signs reports. And what we wanted to do was we engaged um, a group of um, who we consider experts in the community who um, our content experts around food security to uh, to work with our teams to be able to develop a realistic picture of what food security or insecurity looks like in Edmonton and in Alberta. And so you're absolutely right. So the number of Albertans who are food insecure has doubled uh, or almost doubled in 10 years. Um, 21.7% of people who are food insecure are children under the age of 18. And then uh, 15.9% are female lone parents, 8.5% couples with children, and then um, 28.9% are black households. And the list kind of goes down. 30.7% of Indigenous households in in uh, in Alberta are food insecure. So, you know, we know. Uh, so, so our job is to take the data, 
look at it, um, and then working with our community, um, an advisory committee, um, making sure that, you know, we're accurately reflecting the picture of what's going on. And Naka, what about the Edmonton Community Foundation? Some people may know what you do and some may not. Can you kind of enlighten us a little bit? Um, sure. So um, the Edmonton Community Foundation um, is um, a place-based, a location-based focused community foundation, and our mission is to attract and steward endowment funds and to make strategic investment into the community that will enhance the quality of life in Edmonton. And so we are the largest non-governmental funder in the city, mm-hmm. and we are funding cuts across several sectors. Is there is there one thing, when you take a look at this this study that's been done, and we'll start with you, Susan. Is there one mm-hmm. thing that really stands out more than anything to you? Because often when we look at studies and surveys, you know, you can read a lot of them, and we do read a lot of these things. And then there's one thing that just jumps out on the paper. Is there one thing for you? And then we'll get to NECA. Sure. Well, there's a couple. There's actually a couple of things for me. So first of all, the fact that it hasn't improved, and in fact, it's gotten much worse in a matter of ten years, um, is quite astounding. Um, I think the other thing is that um, we just did some work with the Edmonton Food Bank, and the Edmonton Food Bank, their data for how many uh, individuals served on a monthly basis is just skyrocketed. Um, in 2012, let me just pull that number up in. 2012, it was, oh gosh, I don't have it. We've got a lot of stats there, right? (laughs) Well, I do, but you know, the the thing is, is that, oh, here we go. So in 2012, uh, 12,666 people every month were uh, using the food bank, sorry, 2013. That number jumped to 30,000 in 2022. And in fact, now in 2023, the number's already at 35,000 individuals are wow. served on a monthly basis at the food bank. So that's that's really significant. And the other one that really stands out for me, it didn't necessarily come through in this report, but because we're also doing the work with food bank around um, their Beyond Food um, and looking at the, the, the clients, um, a significant number of people who are accessing food banks actually have high school or post-secondary education, which again just tells me that incomes are definitely not keeping pace with the cost of food, um, and, and it's, it's quite disturbing. And NECA, what about you? Is there anything you see in there? Um, yes. So for me, a couple of things um, to add on to um, Susan's observation. Um, one thing that stood out to me is the food costs continuing to rise. Yeah. The prices are skyrocketing. Um, over the course of 2022, food costs rose by 10.8% in Alberta. And we are seeing that it's expected to rise um, by an additional five to seven percent, so um, it's just rising, and we don't see it coming down. Um, something else that stands out to me is around food waste. So, um, what the stats are saying is that in Canada, fifty-eight percent of food is wasted each year, and out of this. of food waste is wasted by manufacturers, Um, 21% wasted by consumers, and 20% is wasted by food processors. So when we're 
looking at the gaps in food security, we are also seeing um, instances where there is also waste. Food insecurity, food costs are all a very, very important subject to talk about. Actually, uh, Jagmeet Singh is going to be joining us. The national NDP leader is going to join us after 4.05. I'll bring this up with him as well. Thank you for your time today. And very quickly, Susan, we'll start with you and then we'll, we'll, uh, hmm. we'll get to Neck as well. How do people reach out to you? Um, contact us at uh, edmontonsocialplanning.ca. Um, follow us on uh, social media as well. Okay, and NECA? Um, we can be contacted at ecfoundation.org and our social media accounts as well. So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Thank you both. The, for, oh, sorry. Go the ahead, The only Susan. other thing I just want to mention is that it is um, appearing as an insert today in the Edmonton Journal. There you yeah. go. So if you get the hard copy journal, you'll be able to see a copy of the full report in there. But you can also get it off of our websites for sure. Both of you, thank you very much for coming on and uh, highlighting and sp- putting a spotlight on this. We appreciate your time today. Thanks very thank much. You. Okay, there you go. That is uh, Susan Morrissey, the Executive Director of the Edmonton Social Planning Council, and Neka Otogbulu, who is the Director of Strategic Initiatives and Equity Advancement for the Edmonton Community Foundation.